2: Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests. Then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeart Radio Podcast. Okay, guys, this is bittersweet. It is the last recap, oh my goodness, of the year, I guess, right? I mean, it is almost the end of the year, but this is also the finale of Dancing with the Stars. And welcome to, look at my new sign I got. Sex, you can't look at it because you're not looking, but hopefully I'll post this, at least this part. Sex, Lies, in Spray Tans. I got a neon sign personally made, custom made, as they say, from Amazon. And I'm proud of it. Yep. Merry Christmas to me. Anyway, let's just get right into it. So there is no opening number, I guess. I don't know if this is like a recap type, Thing that they're doing, and then the show's gonna start soon. But I am going to recap as I see each part of this show, as you guys know I do, right? So let's just talk about Jason and Daniela. For me, the highlights, instead of talking specific dances, I think what makes Jason so special, I would say, out of every male celebrity this season, is his agility, his musicality, of course, but also His characterization of each dance and how easy he looks when he actually executes each movement. It looks so easy, which makes it really good and fun to watch as an audience member. The last thing you want to do when you see someone dance or anything on television is see someone stress out. I was never a fan of like America's Funniest Home Videos. No offense, Tom Bergeron. But I just can't handle when people embarrass themselves on TV, let alone, you know, miss a step. Because you just are rooting for everybody. I mean, naturally, that's what we do. We root for people, I would assume. And, you know, with Jason and Daniela, I just loved his vulnerability. I wish they would have shown more of it. But you could tell this guy's so full of emotion. I love when he talked about his story When, you know, one of his, I don't know who it was, a choreographer said, don't dance, just sing. And look at this man. I mean, you know, he really is humble yet, you know, he just is so cool and emotional and vulnerable and his skill level is, I mean, it's, it's out of this world. I don't think, you know, you could tell this is season 32 because you could see that the level and the choreography as far as, you know, how difficult it is has gone up quite a lot since, for example, season two or season one. But these two people have great chemistry. Daniela did an amazing job with him. They really are a partnership. They've always been a partnership. And I think in a way they've been underscored. And I believe, yes, his Argentine tango was his, you know, Dance that he really was able to come out of his shell, but I think it happened before that. I still loved his jazz number. I loved how easy his jive was. Like he had that cool, smooth rhythm. He didn't ever look like he was panicking or trying too hard. Um I could tell in the samba, you know, that was just not his dance, or he just messed up and he just wasn't in the right headspace. I don't know. I wish I would have seen it again in studio, but you can tell this guy. You know, is successful because of his passion and his heart that he puts into each project. So, you know, good luck to Jason and Daniela tonight. I cannot wait to see the result, and I cannot wait to see their freestyle and, of course, their redemption dance coming up. Okay, next is Charity and Artem. Derek is doing their, you know, overall best performances. I actually, for me, and you know, what I prefer, I prefer. Charity and Artem's, if we're going to talk specific dances, that contemporary was her breakout dance. I'm so sorry. But the passion, the feeling, I, as soon as she danced that contemporary routine, when they were on those bars, I was like, Oh, okay. Now she's really set the bar, no pun intended up. You know, she set the bar for herself really like, and that's why I think I've been so hard on Charity after she did that contemporary routine, because it's like, if you can really put in that raw, authentic emotion in your dance, then you need to step it up as far as finding that feeling again in every dance. And I actually think also her rumba was as close to her contemporary as far as emotion goes. We know she can dance. That was very much, you know, made aware. I was aware of that from the moment that they dance together from week one. I think we know she's a cheerleader. We know she's coordinated. We know that she's a performer because of her background. However, is she up for this challenge? And this is what makes ballroom so beautiful is when you put raw emotion behind the technique. And you can only do that if you really know your stuff. And we knew all along, I never got nervous watching, you know, I never got nervous watching charity dance because of the fact that she always nailed her steps. That wasn't the challenge for her. Like it may have been for Allison, for example, with charity, it was like, who is charity behind everything behind, you know, what we know her from the bachelor behind the bachelorette behind the mirror ball behind it all. We wanted to see her true spark. And I have to say, when I was speaking at this, um, event at the variety event, honoring women of reality television. And I was part of this panelist. She was actually there. I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but I saw, you know, her interact with her fiance and just interact with everybody in general. And she is naturally just a sweet girl. You can tell she's sweet. She has a beautiful light, you know, that shines so bright and that's who she is. But because we all have stories, regardless, we all have, you know, maybe difficult times we've dealt with and because of that number she did, I think it was like week three or something, that contemporary number was just, oh my God, it was chilling. Anyway, those were my two picks. And I believe that, you know, if Charity would have been able to execute as far as emotion goes behind each movement, she would have been, you know, I don't know if she's winning actually, because I haven't seen the whole thing, but she would be a clear winner for me for sure. Okay. Allison and Sasha. I couldn't agree more with Carrie Ann, actually. Those were the two dances that I would choose, the Quick Step and the Paso Doble. The one thing that you can tell she has is she definitely goes home and studies. She doesn't just leave it in the dance studio. I did an interview earlier today with Fox, actually, and we talked about this. We just talked about how the athletes, this is why I always used to prefer dancing with athletes, um, though Allison's not an athlete, but you can tell she really cares. She really understands what it takes and it takes beyond the rehearsal space. It's beyond the ballroom floor. You got to do the work or else how do you work on the details? So, you know, when I dance with athletes, for example, with Emmett Smith, he only needed four hours a day. Cause it really, what was met, what meant more was that he understood the routine. I showed him his steps. He would videotape me and then or record me on his phone. And then he would go home and study. And then he'd come back knowing his stuff. He would know his steps so that we can then layer the cake. You know, we built the foundation. Here's your, you know, skeleton of your routine could change. But know this, like know day one is so crucial. And I've said this throughout my recaps that if you don't go home and study, or if you don't listen to your music on repeat, you are not going to... Be able to improve. You know, it's more than learning just your steps. You know, for the celebrities that want to sign on and do this show, if you're listening, you really need to do the work. Clear it in your schedule. You can't really, if you want to do well, you really can't have another job, to be quite honest. You need to focus on the show, especially if you want to have a mirror ball in the near future. But when it comes to Allison and Sasha, you know, good on Sasha. I have so much respect for him. He did such a great job with Allison. I mean, talk about, you know, first of all, I never would have predicted that she would have made the final, but here they are. And it just reminds me of like, I've danced with a few underdogs. Like I would say Jack, Jack Osborne was one. We made the final Rob Kardashian. (laughs) I swear there were, websites on, um, if we were even going to make it past week two, or if he was even going to beat his sister, Kim Kardashian, when she danced and she got eliminated, I think like week two or week three, but you know, it is about the journey. I've always talked about Alison's vulnerability and because she showed it because of her great positive spirit and because of just her fighting and being her authentic self. I've always said too, that, what's more important than the dance itself. When you go live is the package that airs. Then your interview with Julianne in the skybox, then your dance. And then I'm sure the influence of the judges and then the scores, it really matters. You don't have a lot of time live to talk. So when you do have that time, really just be yourself. Cause that's all you can be is just to be your true authentic self. And that's something that she has been consistent about though she hasn't been the best technical dancer or the best um, the best celebrity when it comes to musicality or consistency. She is somebody who you want to root for because every single person who is watching from home can just relate to her story. So congratulations. They've already won. I know that sounds cliche, but it is true. And I hope they're enjoying every single second of this finale. Congratulations to the two of you.
0: Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half.
4: Ariana and Pasha, Karian basically thought that their quick step and what was it? Their cha-cha was the best. I actually have to disagree. I thought the quick step wasn't really a quick step because they broke hold. And then the cha-cha, you know, I feel like could have been stronger during the cha-cha moments. Yes, there were like, obviously she really captured that Britney Spears moment and she definitely looked like her. However, I wish there was more content and the content that was executed, I don't, it, it wasn't I it just it felt like they didn't have a lot of time put it that way the lock steps were off anyway the point is is that because she already started at such a high level I started to compare her to week one and I believe week one was one of her stronger dances still to this day the tango and the Argentine tango for me hands down were out of this world I mean I don't know I I, I wish it her tango wasn't week one because I swear she would have gotten a perfect score if she did that week. Anytime after week five, you know, I believe that Argentine tango that they did though was so authentic. The choreography was spot on and just the way that they danced and moved together as one and how pedestrian it looked. It didn't, it wasn't like Argentine tango with ballroom flavor. It was Argentine tango with authentic Argentine tango, And I love that. I love that. They always captured the character of the dance, but they danced also as a couple, like same thing as Jason and Daniela. They, They molded as one person. And that's hard to do, you know? And I have to say congratulations again to Pasha for making it to the final. This is his first final. I'm happy that he had such a strong partner in Ariana. And I love their relationship. You could tell they're friends and they respect one another. And, you know, when it comes to just Ariana's story and her you know, as a woman and feeling empowered, this must have changed her life for the better. Like, I hope Ariana knows her worth. I, I'm sure she does. And I'm just sending love to the both of them. I called it from the beginning. I think that she still has a chance to win this Miraball trophy. We shall see. But from what I know from the show and from being on for so long, most likely it's going to be Sochi and Val just because of their track record. But again, it all comes down to this freestyle round. So, Let's get to it. Okay, I think the finale just started. So there was, <laughs> here's the opening number. Wow, what an action-packed number! I love it. I loved seeing the pros first, and then them bringing out their partners. It is nice to see a change when it comes to just like the walk downs. Normally, we just do another walk down, or normally, actually, for the finale, we do pro number for a solid minute, minute and a half. We run backstage, go get our partners, and then we just they introduce us basically. And then the amazing, incredibly, um, wow, well, just incredible to see all the finalists on a mirror ball. Thank God none of them were f- uh, afraid of heights, right? I'm pretty sure they're strapped on there. This kind of reminds me of my freestyle I did with Cody Rigsby, Though did he fly in? Yeah, I guess he flew down one. Anyway, there's nothing like five people straddling a f- five mirror balls, eh? That's very, very dynamic. Good on you, whoever choreographed this, and. Um, Such a grand entrance! I love it all. It's so great to see, you know, the pros dance to their actual ability, and it's awesome just to see everyone's faces again. You can tell, like, even when it comes to uh, to Lele, like she was totally just living her life, and she is. You could tell she's less stressed, and she actually her execution of movement, like when she led that cha cha section or salsa section with the two other couples behind them she was killing it. This is what I mean. Like without the pressure, this is why I think people do better with group numbers. And when they do like the Gangnam style and all of that, because they feel like the all eyes are not on them. And especially with Harry as well, you just let loose and have fun. And that's what, <laughs> that's the goal when competing, but it's really hard psychologically, obviously, when it's just you know you your partner the music and the audience and you're trying to just get make it through the the next week you know so look it's just so nice to see everybody together again this was such a special season and you can tell the cast has such great camaraderie um and yeah so let's let's go on to the redemption dance starting with couple number one Allison and Sasha doing a redemption salsa I can't wait to see this okay here we go redemption dance round is couple number one, Allison and Sasha. Okay, I have to say that, you know, this is what I mean when I talk about vulnerability and being authentic. Allison wasn't scared or she wasn't too good to cry. You know, this package that they showed prior to her salsa, her redemption salsa, this is exactly what got her in the final. And this is what I mean. Now, I'm not so sure if Carrie Ann doing catwalks down down and up and up and down the dance studio is going to help her, but I'd love that, you know, I'd love that she was able to be vulnerable with her. And I love that Carrie Ann opened her heart to that and basically told her, look, perfection isn't the goal. But again, this is the reason why Allison is in the final because of her vulnerability and her relatability. First of all, you know, can we just talk about how amazing she looks in that two-piece beaded fringe outfit with a belly chain that's on her new six pack. I mean really, she looked smoking hot. She looks sexy. She owned it. Thank God for fringe pants because it made her look like she had hip action, which I'm sure she does a little bit more than she did. But still the power of wardrobe, shout out to the wardrobe department, is pretty magical. And I just loved, you know, how joyful she danced this salsa because it this the music didn't call for sexy to be quite honest. The music called for celebration, called for happy, joyful, you know, maybe just, you know, for Allison, this is a perfect song because I don't think like her being sexy is not necessarily who maybe she is. And that's not maybe her personality, but she definitely has grown so much in this competition. And again, is the definition of what this show is about. Her timing was great you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more contrast, like when she was shaking over um, Sasha, like when Sasha was on his knees, I would have liked to see maybe a couple of slow hip rolls and then like gone fast. But you know what, again, wow, what a huge improvement. And I give Allison and Sasha a nine. Couple number two, Jason and Daniela, Redemption Foxtrot. First of all, How cute is Harry and how sensitive he was up in that skybox and how happy and just emotional he was for Allison and for just how proud he was. I mean, this is what I mean by camaraderie. Some seasons, they definitely, you know, definitely the cast has it some seasons and I've experienced both in some seasons. You know they just don't, and that's just the name of the game. But this season, it was obviously very special for every single person. You can tell the bond is real between not just the celebrities, the dancers. It's also the crew and everybody. So, congrats to Dina Katz who cast the show and all the executives. You guys really nailed it this season as far as casting goes. You know this is where I miss Len Goodman because especially when it comes to ballroom frame or any type of classical ballroom dance. He just knew what he was talking about. And he was actually very helpful when he would come in towards the end of the competition to whomever he was assigned to. You know, I've had all judges throughout my twenty five seasons, I would say. And I think, you know, they come this is basically what happens. They come into the rehearsal space and this part of the show, you know, they they come in and you know quickly they give you a few pointers, basically. And they do so very quickly. So they don't have a lot of time. It's probably 30 minutes max. And then they have to do each judges to do their own interviews and whatever. But it's very quick. So regardless, you know, if it's their specialty when it comes to dance genres, sometimes it's valuable and sometimes it's not, you know, it's just for pure entertainment. And this is one of them. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm hoping to see improvement when it comes to not so much his frame was a problem. It was more about his lack of confidence at this point in the competition, the last time he was doing the foxtrot, you know, what I can tell in these redemption dances, I think they have the freedom to spice up the routine. They have different wardrobe, different costumes. And, um, th- though the song is the same, I think that either the song also got extended or they have the freedom to basically add more to it or add less like for example with Allison and Sasha, you know, they started on the walkway when they first did this dance and their intro was different. I think most of their routine was different. And the same goes for Daniela and Sa- and sorry, Daniela and Jason. I mean wow, that's all I gotta say. The execution of this foxtrot, it was so easy. There was no nerves. You could feel how smooth and how much fun they had dancing this dance. And, you know, they really performed and executed this as, you know, for me, the definition of what this couple has executed in general this season, which has been grace and fluidity. And there was still awkward moments, though, when it comes to that left wrist curling over Daniela. And then towards the end, his shoulders went up to his ears and his bum started sticking out because of the timing. I think when you do the Foxtrot and you you're supposed to do, you know, you're supposed to mix in slows and quicks. And I think that's what's so hard about the Foxtrot. You know, a little trick that I've done with my celebs, especially in the fox shot, towards the end of a routine that I would choreograph, you can't go from quick to slow, but you can go from slow to quick, if you know what I mean. Like you can start out with like that feather finish and go slow, quick, quick, slow, but to do it towards the end when you're a little fatigue is very challenging, even for pros. So look, it is what it is. And I'm going to say this right now, you know, I'm going to give them a score and you guys may say why would you give them the same score as Allison? And let me remind you, I am comparing each celebrity to themselves. I believe this is what the judges do as well. And I'm comparing them to in I'm comparing them to the journey that I've witnessed so far and that I've witnessed them do this season on Dancing with the Stars. And you know, what they've already executed. So with all of that being said, I give Jason and Daniela a 9. Couple number three, Ariana and Pasha dancing a redemption samba. Okay, so you see that footage that they showed of her back hurting in the package prior to her dance. Why didn't we see this during the competition? This would have been such a great story and also would have just given us an inside look onto their journey and why what she has gone through as far as injuries go and her able to still execute the dances the way she has been all season. That's insanity. And so it's so amazing. Like, you know, this is why I think the packages in the real is, is so it's necessary. It's, it's necessary for us to see the real and raw footage of the actual reality. It's so important because what she executed during an injury is just pure insanity. It's pretty brilliant. I think that would have also influenced the judges as far as scores go, considering that she wasn't 100%, but was still able to dance the way she danced every single week lesson learned, I hope for next season. You know, Derek's coaching was definitely helpful. He can tell, you know, that basically his pointers, you can tell that his pointers were a lot different than what you've seen so far with the other two judges, because this is what Derek does, especially when it comes to the Latin dances. You know, me and him used to actually compete against each other when we were kids in the Latin genre. And you know, this has been trained and he is one of the best. And he's definitely an expert when it comes to the Latin dances for sure. And they really took his notes and they executed it tonight in the Samba, which was completely, you can't even compare to what they executed last time when they did their Samba. Um, you know, those Samba roles towards the end were right. flawless. And that was not easy to do, but... It's so hard. You know, they always make a big deal. The producers always ask when we have, when anyone gets assigned the samba, are you going to put in samba roles? It's like a big deal. And look, sometimes I say yes, depending on who I'm dancing with. With Juan Pablo, I definitely did. But with someone like Drew Carey, I would never do that with, right? Like it just depends. And, you know, they just made... It looks so cool and sexy, and it's really hard for women, especially women celebrities, to make the samba look cool, sexy, and calm without making it look out of control and awkward with that bounce action that you need in the ankles and legs and feet. And I thought slowing down the music was very smart of Derek, to point out. You know, it was a great suggestion and note. I give Ariana and Pasha a 10. I need to add this. So you see how... (laughs) Ariana was trying to say something back to the judges, what she was saying to Carrie Ann. She said, but it was the same speed as last week. Now, when you guys, as my listeners, witnessed that, did that rub you the wrong way? Or were you like, yeah, Ariana, stick up for yourself. And did that make you want to vote for her? Because, you know, us pros, we always go back and forth as to like some producers want us to talk back to the judges. And we actually, for the most part, and I can speak for myself, it's just never a good look. I don't know. I hope that, you know, I don't know if, I don't know what the ending result is. And I, if she doesn't win, I wonder if that had any influence on it. Cause as much as we want to talk back to the judges, believe me, there's many times that I've wanted to be like, show me, people, show me what you're talking about. You know, like get up and show me. But it's just never a good look, right? You just don't ever want to talk back to the judges. There's a boundary there, there's a sense of respect. And I think no matter how sweet, she just said that. It's just not not a good look. You can tell Pasha was like, let's go, let's go. But it's frustrating because they do put their heart. in It's like it's, it's a double-edged sword. You want to stick up for yourself. You want them to realize. But like they've already scored. It's too late. Like she's going to think what she's going to think. The judges are going to think what they're going to think. And they've already scored you regardless. So look, maybe, I don't know. It's interesting because this is the first time I've seen it this season back in the earlier seasons yes we even us pros would maybe say something under our breath but it's just never a good look i think let me know you guys make sure you go to our instagram page at sex lies and spray tans and let me know your thoughts do you think it was something that she should have pointed out ariana or should she have just not said anything and just let it be let me know Okay and we've got special guests last year's Mirrorball Champs Charlie Demilio and Mark Ballas. First of all, I love that Charlie has grown into such a beautiful young woman. I mean, just even from a year ago, she has really stepped into her her own identity and her own being and I think that has everything to do with you just growing up but also has a lot to do with her time on Dancing with the Stars. This is what I mean by, you know, when I was I was there this time last year doing my retirement dance and you know, in that little talk I did when Tyra asked me a question about what how much the show means to me, you know, I meant every word. Like dancing has helped me come into my own identity, dancing with the stars especially. It hasn't defined my identity, but it has definitely helped with stepping into my next chapter in my life and being able to be an independent woman and I find that Charlie as well, like that, it gave her confidence that she exudes tonight and today and to this day. And may I add, I love the haircut, Mark Ballas, and congratulations on being a new father to a beautiful born son. I love you in BC so much, and I cannot wait to meet the little one soon. I have chills with that dance. That dance was holy crap! It was so good. I mean, it was better than some of these (laughs) pro numbers ever done on Dancing with the Stars. She is a winner. She's a champ. She was so relaxed. She executed both ballroom and Latin, similar to their freestyle last year. And it was so musical, rhythmical, grounded, and just a great number. Congratulations. I am beyond excited for Mark Ballas and his wife BC and the new little added family member um i am i've known mark since i was a little girl so um i just can't i can't express how much love i have for him and as well for bc her and i have become you know friends really good friends even from before they got married you know, it's we've got we've all gone through um such a roller coaster ride of experiences and memories that will take with us forever. So I couldn't be happier for them. And congratulations, Charlie and the D'Amelio family on all the success and all and just being such great people. Like, I sat next to Heidi D'Amelio during this vanity. Um, event when I was speaking during this panel and, um, it was just, it's so it, the relationships I can't emphasize enough that I've made because of the show is just something I will cherish and be grateful for forever.
5: Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season, we're taking on Wasp.
1: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us.
3: start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily
7: to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
4: that was effing fire jesus i knew it i knew charity had it in her the only thing that I have to say, though, because it's been bothering me actually with this couple, is that right arm that shouldn't be straight, like the one that, you know, she's in frame, right? So her right arm, notice how stiff it is. In tango, especially, you got to keep it almost um, a little bit like it at an angle. Like it's not 90 degrees, it's an acute angle. So it's like your fingers need to be pointing up towards the ballroom at a diagonal and your arm... You need to bend a little bit because it stops the movement. It doesn't, it it almost creates stiffness. And because she has such long limbs, you've got to do it even more. Now, with all of this being said, though, I mean, the choreography was spot on. Now I'm seeing, recognizing the fact that they're using different music which is makes all the difference. I love this tango. I'm pretty sure I recommended this years ago. I think it's from Forever Tango, the tango company, the Argentine tango company That is, that I was a part of when I went to Argentina to learn to dance this dance when they added it to the show years ago. But wow, what a beautiful and a whole, like the, the technique was on a whole nother level. This was by far, so for me, the best dance of the night by far. I haven't seen Sochi and Val yet, obviously, but the intensity, the, uh, advanced movement other than that frame, but I have to say, I, I cannot not give it a 10 considering how far she has come in this competition. You know, I wish <laughs> it's almost like she has reached a certain level and it hasn't been consistent, but it has everything to do with just the intensity and she's feeling more and more comfortable, but maybe a little too late now in the competition. However, better late than never. Good on you, Charity. You've really worked so hard. You didn't let anything take you down. You weren't going to throw in the gloves. I admire you and I admire her and Artem for just continuing on and for continu- no matter what, don't let anything get you down. You just continued. You ha- kept your head up. And you felt more safe every single week in this ballroom to show your vulnerability. And thank you for the artistry. And um, yeah, amazing job. Can't wait to see your freestyle. I give, like I said, Charity and Artem a 10. So cute, Barry and Pita with that bumper number. It reminds me, I actually really missed the troupe this season. Though, you know, when the troop were, were added, like, I when they were added, like, years ago, I wasn't necessarily, I would say, so gung-ho about it. I just felt like it took away from possibly getting to know the couples more. But I have to say, they add quite a lot. And um, I hope that they fit them back in next season. Let me know. On our Instagram page, at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans, if you guys agree with me about Troop. Did you miss Troop? Did you not miss Troop? What I do love, and I can tell that they're doing for the um, freestyle round, is they're making it like a supersized freestyle. So they are very strict. The executives are very strict with not, especially with Conrad being the showrunner, they do not want anyone added to their routine leading up to the freestyle. Because, you know, there was a point in this show where one season it was like anything goes like you're allowed to have extra dancers you could basically supersize every single dance and it became it became so large the production became so big that by the time the freestyle round hit there was no way of beating all the other previous weeks because We were able to do whatever when it comes to adding extra dancers and making every dance such a big production. It kind of hit its climax as far as I'm concerned. So I'm happy that he, um, Conrad, is definitely sticking to his guns when it comes to this because now the freestyle round is going to be larger than ever, larger than anything we've seen. Hence, you know, the finalists coming down on mirror balls, for example. Okay, last couple for the redemption round. We've got Sochi and Val, redemption foxtrot. I mean, I know what Bruno is saying, but she has such beautiful extension already. I would have maybe worked more on the fluidity of the transitions than the execution of her already musical arms and grace that she already has exuded millions of times on the show. However, it is what it is and you know, I think it's obviously pure entertainment, right? So look, when it comes to the Foxtrot, if you were to compare the two couples, like if you were to compare Jason and Daniela to Sochi and Val, there was more content when it comes to Foxtrot technique in the actual technique book and what Foxtrot is on a technical side than there was in Sochi and Val's, I believe. Now when it comes to just performance, I mean, she beats everybody. She not just has beautiful lines, but the music plays all the way through her fingertips. She isn't perfect. Nobody is, but this is what I mean. Like she just, but the show must go on. I would say a lot of her routines, she didn't just flawlessly get through it. Maybe someone like Charity and Artem, for example, you know, but I still would prefer Sochi and Val because it's in the, imperfections that makes ballroom so authentic and so grounded and raw and just beautiful because there's no perfect story is there. With that being said, they missed a connection with the hands. I think that they were so busy performing outwards that they lost their chemistry and their just knowing, you know, where each other is basically as far as what the next hold is or the next transition is and making that as smooth as possible but that is just an innocent mistake look what she's done and what she has executed so far has been quite amazing and we've we're coming up to this freestyle round so for me the slate is clean but what this redemption round i have to say though charity and artem still for me is the best dance so far which is really hard in a way for me to say because I would have never thought that, but for this round, Charity and Artem won in my eyes. I give Sochi and Val a nine. Okay, I just want to point out here, this is where it gets kind of, um, I guess, frustrating. If, especially if I was in the competition, you know, if Carrie Ann calls out Charity for a mistake that I, I personally didn't see a mistake. I just saw like maybe a. I would say bad form or not bad, but it was not correct form as far as her frame goes with Charity's tango. But then she didn't call out, you know, obviously I think anyone could have seen Sochi and Val's slip up as well. So The consistency is what really is a shame. And you can see Artem also was very frustrated when Carrie-Anne called him out for that because I didn't see it. So I don't know if when they saw that, could it have been maybe during a dress rehearsal run? I don't know. But if you're going to call out people for small mistakes, then you got to call everyone out for their mistakes because that's just the name of the game, especially in the finale. Anyway, Charity's package. First of all, let's talk about the amazing... Half time, I would say, show number with Julianne and Alfonso. You saw Elio Castroneves and then you saw Whitney. Wow, it's so good to see old faces again, not old faces, but like old contestants come on the show, past winners. And it was great to see Hannah Brown and Rashad and Emma. It was a beautiful number, it was very um, Christmassy. And I just love it. I mean, obviously, these two people, when it comes to hosting Alfonso and Julianne, they have such great chemistry. You can't compare to Alfonso and Tyra. Um, and yeah, it was just a very festive holiday classic number with past winners and past celebs, past champions. It was so, it was a feel good number. I loved every single moment of it. Now let's move on to the freestyle round. Here we are, we see Charity and Artem and we see their struggle. I love it. I just, I this is what I wanted to see throughout the whole competition. But like I said last week, it's never too late. So I don't know if you guys are listening to this podcast, but um, thank you because again, this is why it's important because now I'm invested and I can't wait to see this freestyle by Charity and Artem. Like the fact that she risked, a lot for this. You just see that she's going to leave it all out on the dance floor. So, you know, so far they've got a great, I, I would say as of tonight, they, so far for me, they're the best couple of the night tonight. Now, I don't necessarily agree with erasing all of our history and all of the past dances we've done and starting from scratch, but that's what this is. Unfortunately, you know, it's like you got here, congratulations, but you've got this freestyle round that will either make it or break it. And as I've said, I've been on both ends. So let's check out Charity and Artem's freestyle. Wow, that was very impressive, for sure. I love that she brought Charity and Artem, love that they brought in what she does best, which is where she came from, the cheerleading world, which isn't easy. Let me tell you a little something. I did a show called I Can Do That on NBC and me and Nicole Scherzinger were, um, our challenge was to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader that ain't easy, folks. That is so tiring. Oh my God, it is exhausting. It is everything. I mean, to be able to do those like flips and those high lifts, you got to really activate that core. And that was impressive. However, I would have loved to see more charity and artem together. I thought that yes, this was obviously a super size freestyle. Gosh, I think they have like so many people in their routine from drummers to, you know, other cheerleaders. I loved it. I thought it was a great you know, performance, but for a freestyle round, I would have loved to see the partnership together one last time though. Their tango was still hot for me for sure. Their tango beats this. I just, you know, I love when two people who have experienced this show together basically end together. And I felt like it was just, it was too, it was almost too much for me. There was not enough partnering. I know it's a cheerleading, um, number and there's not partnering in general but still like there could have been ways to feature them as the two of them but you know look charity is obviously she has so much skill and she's got a lot of experience when it comes to this so hopefully she feels good about it i thought it was a solid i thought it was good but i would have loved to see the two of them more that's all my score for charity and artem for their freestyle a nine
0: Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half
4: chills now that's a freaking freestyle my god it was like a freaking old navy commercial or whatever commercial they were doing lindy hop but wow what a high energy happy 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 freestyle from jason and Daniela! now that is what i'm talking about sorry it's late and i just want to say congratulations danny you did it again, girl. You did it again. Now, if they win, I would not be disappointed whatsoever. Wow, he nailed every step. His personality was in there. There was slight parts. There were really complicated, intricate movement. It was so fast, yet so controlled. This is what this couple is about. That jazz routine, that time Paula Abdul was on there, they got zero credit for what they executed because this is what what I mean. Like They are even able to put a routine like this that could easily look hectic. If I danced to this routine, I would look hectic as hell and it would have been too all over the place and it wouldn't have been great, put it that way. But the ease, the softness, when it's going bang, bang, he's dancing with amazing dancers. I don't know them, but they are professionals, obviously at their craft and he just stood out. Wow. These two people, Danny and Jason were just made for each other. Really. What a joy. Thank you for bringing so much joy to my heart and for putting a smile on my face. Congratulations on an amazing season, no matter the outcome. And thank you, Jason, for being vulnerable. Thank you for being just you and not being afraid to share the stories that you've been sharing of maybe not feeling 100% confident to now becoming your own and to being able to dance in front of a mirror without walking away. Thank you for not throwing the towel in and thank you more than anything just for being true, authentic, and just yourself. And also, Danny, thank you for just wonderful, beautiful ballroom dancing. What a great couple. Oh, I give them a 10. (laughs) Who is Pasha right now? Oh my God. I couldn't get to take my eyes off of Pasha. Talk about somebody who is out of their comfort zone. Looking better than anything I've ever seen before. I know this is not about Pasha. I mean, wow. This is why Pasha is just so amazing. God, I'm proud of you, man. Anyway. Killed it. Ariana's gorgeous. You know, look, she's up against a lot of competition. And I have to say, considering that this is called Dancing with the Stars, Pasha, though, still, man, I am, my jaw hit the floor. I have to rewind this when it's not, um, you know, as late as it is right now for me, as I have uh, to get up very soon for another job that I'm doing. But regardless, it was very, their whole journey. She is a powerhouse. Pasha nailed it right on the button, and you know she is just her life has just started. Like I loved what she said, and she's so right. Like who put this age on your Hollywood careers over? I'm 39. I'm just getting started too, girl. Let's go, you know. And really, age just a number. And thank you, Ariana, for just being so inspirational. And my story is similar, not the same, but similar. And thank you for fighting and for showing us, you know, women who have gone through rough patches in life, that life is just getting started. And it really is. She is, you know, such an inspiring and, um, talented woman. So, you know, I'm so happy for the two of you, you guys couldn't have been Paired with anyone else, honestly, and you guys have had such an amazing journey. No matter what happens, and Pasha, you better, you better work. Just saying, you better. Oh my God, that is that was insanity to me. Anyway, um, you know, I give Pasha an eleven, but I give the both of them a ten. Allison and Sasha, what a great journey, as I have said before. I mean, it really. I loved the beginning of your freestyle. I almost wish you would have just continued on with that vibe of just Taylor because it was so beautiful. Your Her movement, Allison's movement was just flawless actually and then you know they obviously went to like a salsa bit which wasn't needed for me it's just maybe my taste i understand they you know especially sasha he probably wanted to end on a high note but like it was such a beautiful contrast to all the other three freestyles i've seen i wish they would have just continued on with the slow because she was able to really execute and be the star of that portion of her freestyle and then when it got then obviously you know you have the other pro dancers um involved. And then when you start doing salsa and then it's the same choreography, then you really start to see the difference. But the beginning was so strong. I wish they would have just stayed with that. Anyway, congratulations, Sasha, especially. I mean, you really made Alison into such a beautiful non-dancer into a dancer. I mean, really, she is um, a special woman and I can tell you guys will be friends and we'll have a long lasting Relationship after this. So, congratulations on yet another final. And Allison, and I've never met you. I hope to cross paths one day, but like, wow, what an inspiration. And I think if anything, you can leave on that note just knowing that you've inspired millions of other women and just people watching you from home, feeling like, you know what, it's never too late to start something new and to thrive. So, congratulations. I give Sasha and Allison a nine. That was fire. Sochi and Val, last performance of the season. Congratulations. You have won because this freestyle was fat, hot. Holy crapoli. No mistakes. It was clean. It was in sync. It was fresh. It was new, unique, original. Fire and just pure entertainment. Wow. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You are the champions. I don't even need to wait until the result. Fire and just more fire. You guys really do deserve it. Thank you for the pure joy and entertainment of representing dance. Congratulations, Val. I'm most likely winning your third mirror ball trophy. You deserve it. And, you know, Sochi, you are so talented. You have just begun, my friend. And um, keep it up. You know, you're always going to have people who are critical and people who may be critical but may also believe in you because you know, you are so talented. You are just pure emotion. You are pure vulnerability when you dance, when you move. And I felt you from the beginning of that VO or before the music started your face. Oh my gosh. And you're only 17 years old. Oh my gosh. Your passion for movement reminds a lo- me a lot about myself when I was younger, but also even just recently. Like You just say so much without saying anything as far as the English language goes. It all is expressed through your movement and your body. Oh my goodness, girl. I am looking forward to the future and to what the future holds for you because it's all endless. It's endless and it's unlimited and it's all yours in the palm of your hand. And thank you for just exuding passion and creativity and showing, you know, young women around the world and especially in the United States to just never shy away from the fact that you also have an opinion. You are creative. Doesn't matter how old you are or if people say you shouldn't have one. You stand up to your, you stand up for yourself and for anyone who relates to you. Awesome, so much maturity in your movement for being just seventeen years old. You're telling a story. You're an old soul, my friend, and I mean that in the most positive way. Congratulations. I give Sochi and Val a ten. Yes, Jason. I mean, I love that song. Wow, and what a great pro number to end this season i you know i love it when i see the pros dance and on top of it i just love good music and i would definitely go and see jason when he's on tour i hope that um he's also a part of the dancing with stars tour for everyone else who's a fan like i am what a great season honestly what a beautiful cast beautiful pros great chemistry great camaraderie what a success. I hope the ratings have been good and I hope they obviously continue on to many, many more seasons. Let me know what you guys want to see moving forward or hear moving forward. I know a few of you have said that you want me to continue doing recaps of previous seasons. You know, do you want me to do Dancing with the Stars headlines? You know, whatever it is, let me know again on our Instagram page at and Spray Tans. Make sure you guys go to wherever you listen to podcasts, comment, rate, and most importantly, just review. We've got Samantha Harris coming up here. What a great interview. And I'm going to tell you guys ahead of time, I wasn't able to get to the fan questions or even to rapid fire because, wow, we had a lot to talk about. And she reveals something on this podcast that she has never revealed before, actually a few things. So make sure you tune in for that. And, you know, I've had such a great time doing these recaps, no matter what. And look, I've realized that, you know, my opinion is my opinion. Anyone and everyone has one. Um, and again, I say it with love. And I hope that once, you know, season 32 is put behind all of us, that, you know, we could just sit back and just really appreciate one another because we all are. Coming from a good place, no matter what. Anyway, let's see who has won the Mirabal Trophy. Wow, chills. I love at the end, it says um, it's it was in loving memory of Len Goodman. Whoa. Okay, well, before I start having a panic attack, because I'm so emotional at the moment, congratulations, Sochi and Val. Well deserved. What an amazing finale. Great, incredible season. Wow. Just when you think it can't get any better, it does. Congratulations to the crew, the cast, the executives, everyone behind the scenes, the band, the wardrobe department, glam. You guys deserve all the Emmys. And it has been a pleasure and joy, though I've ruffled a few feathers, but it has been a pleasure and joy being a fan watching from home thank you for the pure entertainment of the art of ballroom dance. Until next time. Thank you guys so much for tuning into these recaps. They've been doing just as great as my interviews. So again, please comment on our Instagram at sex license spray tans. Don't forget to rate review and you know, just leave some comments, you guys, let me know your thoughts. Cause I, like I said, I read all of them. So anywhere you listen to podcasts, just click on the review button and, uh, five stars or four or three, but I prefer five. Anyway, love you guys. Thank you for being so loyal and for all of your amazing comments and your questions to my guests. This podcast, I want to be clear, Sex Lies and Spray Tans is not over. Just because the show's over, this ain't over, folks. We're just getting started. So we don't plan on taking a hiatus. Maybe for the holidays, you'll probably get like a week of uh, a hiatus, but nothing more than that. Maybe two weeks at most. Plan on some amazing interviews. We've got Adam Carolla coming on to the show. We've got some great just celebrities, dancers that we are so excited to announce in the new year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Enjoy your time. Happy Hanukkah! Enjoy time with your family. And um, thank you again to for all of the support because this podcast has been going strong, and it still is. And for all of you people that don't want to listen to this podcast, I know you're gonna get you're gonna go through some Dancing with the Stars post blues. So you know, you might just want to take a listen. Why not? Because this podcast, like I said, ain't over just because the show's over. Love you guys. Thank you for all of your love and support once again. Until next time. Don't forget, Samantha Harris is coming up on Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on Monday or Sunday night, technically. Okay. Goodbye. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do y'all think? Let me know.
3: If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily season five on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools.
1: They held us in dog cages. They starved us, they beat us.